Okay, Tsarayim Tov. Hope you're enjoying the snowflakes outside right now and the noise of the heat um, in the uh, HVAC that's in behind us, but it should stop soon. So we're continuing in the Sefer Bayam Darkech about Shabbos Kodesh. We're on page Reish Ayin Vav. We're talking about how to feel this holiness of Shabbos. And we spoke about how to feel, to understand the importance of it. Number one, how important it is that Hashem wants this from us. And how it's very important, not just us through the actions, but you need your heart and mind involved in this. Now we continue with section Gimel that says that someone who searches for Hashem will have the taste of Shabbos. The Tzaddik tells us that the truth is the taste of Shabbos is appropriate for only one who really searches for it with his whole heart, the inner connection to Hashem. A heartful connection. Why? Because the Shabbos, the whole idea of the Shabbos is to reveal the light of Hashem Himself and a clarity of that emuna and the power that it can bring us to cleave to Hashem from such vibrant emuna in God's unity. And therefore he says, to our great pain, we hear many times precious Jews who say they don't have any taste of Shabbos. They don't get any enjoyment from it. And we're not talking about Jews that are secular and far away from Torah and mitzvahs. Even those who really enjoy learning Torah, they enjoy doing mitzvahs, still all they feel that there's no taste in feeling the Shabbos. And now that Sadiq gives us a beautiful explanation he says, he says, someone who does not merit to establish himself, to search for Hashem all the days of his life, a person like that will not have such taste and yearning on Shabbos. And it's like a mitzvah that's not so fully clear to him. But somebody who merits this, merits to be the one, as the prophet Hosea says, after Hashem they go like a screaming lion and the person sets himself up as a servant of Hashem who's thirsting all day for Hashem and only the closeness to Hashem is what he's looking for and he's fulfilling the verse in Hosea let us know and chase after to know Hashem he is the one that will merit the mercy of Hashem to enjoy that inner light now that's what he says in Gimel, but he explains it much further in Dalit. Now, he then explains, even though this is not a unique thing for Shabbos, because it says in Tehillim, Kol emuna, all your mitzvahs require faith, because the purpose of all mitzvahs is to bring us to live with Hashem and to recognize the truth. As the Ramban says as well, at the end of Parsha Shmos, he says the whole intention of mitzvot is to get us to believe to Hashem and to admit that He is our Creator. Still, in all other mitzvot, there are certain parts that a person can be involved with them, even without a deep connection of emuna. Here's an example. Let's say studying Torah. You have people who enjoy studying Torah and don't enjoy Shabbos. 
Why? Even though the true goal of learning is to get close to Hashem and to cleave to Hashem through the learning of the Torah, still in all, at the end of the day, the person has some physical engagement with it to learn and understand, and the soul is able to feel that connection. In other words, I want to accomplish understanding the Torah. That's something I can grasp. Okay, I understand it. And there's a certain pleasure in understanding something. There's certain pleasure in enjoying uh, a good Dvar Torah on the parsha, understanding, you know, what the halacha is by going through the Gemara, etc., etc. And so too with other mitzvahs that has certain actions and concepts that create a certain connection with the mitzvah, even though the person's not looking for any inner deep connection, he's not running after Hashem, he's not running after Amuna, but there's still a certain enjoyment in doing the mitzvah. I, you know, certain mitzvahs people like doing. But Shabbos is different because if you're not searching for Amuna and Vekas and your soul is not yearning to recognize and get close to Hashem, a person like that, He's not really, he's not looking for anything that Shabbos is. Even if he has a clean soul and feels a little arousal, but that is not really his job and his interest. He's not yearning and preparing for it properly. because And since he's not preparing properly, it'll cause him not to receive the gift properly. Person gives a gift, Hashem gives a gift to those who want it. And therefore, if you don't feel the benefit of it, it causes that you don't have a yearning for it, and it's a vicious circle. So what, what he's basically saying is that many mitzvahs have some kind of a handle that you can connect to. Shabbos is not. Shabbos is, the whole point of Shabbos is wanting to be close to Hashem. That is the handle. And if you don't have that, you don't have the handle. Other mitzvahs, I enjoy doing it. Let's say chesed. I enjoy doing chesed. I feel a connection to chesed. Even if Hashem wasn't around, I would do chesed. I understand aspects of Torah. It's very uh, energizing. Even if Hashem had not given the Torah. Even though all these mitzvahs are supposed to do it for the purpose of connecting to Hashem. But at least you're connecting to something else that you have a handle on. But Shabbos, the only thing about Shabbos that's to enjoy is Hashem. So you don't have it, you don't have it. You're out of business. And eating a lot of food on Shabbos is not the goal of Shabbos. That's not the goal of Shabbos. Yeah, I guess you could say there's certain people who have a very superficial pleasure of Shabbos, but that's not the Shabbos Hashem gave us as a gift. Saying, oh man, I could really relax and fresh and eat a lot of food, you know, and relax and all this. That's wonderful, but that's not connecting to Shabbos. It could be a means to connect to Hashem, but if you're just doing it ex- externally, it's not. Getting a lot of sleep is not what Shabbos is about. Shabbos is about fully connecting to Hashem. That is it. There's nothing more to it. There's no side issues that you can enjoy. And even if Hashem's not in the picture, because Shabbos is the whole picture of Hashem. So other mitzvahs have something for you to grab on, even externally, but Shabbos doesn't have that. Continuing in uh, point Hey on page Reish Ayin Ches. Therefore, he says, every Jew who wants to merit the light of Shabbos, the first thing he has to, as they say, gird your loins and think about the inner service of Hashem. 
to search and yearn and to want that feeling of connection with Hashem, which is the main thing before Hashem, and to decide and to strengthen yourself truly, that only this way will you be able to know Hashem truly. As it says in Mishlei, if you search it like gold and like treasures, then you will understand Yiras Hashem and you will find the Das Elohim. You got to search it like you're searching for a buried treasure. So a person sees that his heart is still not um, lifted to this inner service or he wants it, but he's not succeeding in feeling it in any active way. So he has to work on three fronts that Hashem gave us. Front number one is Asa Katayra, engagement in Torah, to learn Torah and Svarim that arouse us to this concept that explain the great virtue of service of the heart before Hashem, as this Sefer is. So we've accomplished one of those goals, I hope. The second way is the power of prayer. To ask from Hashem with truth from your heart and to mamish supplicate to Hashem that we should merit to uh, want the inner light and our lives should not pass by in just a superficial way alone. But we should merit this inner kavana to illuminate our souls with the closest Hashem, to go before Hashem with Vekas, because that's the whole virtue of tzaddikim. And the third point is is to accustom ourselves to enter in ways of feeling and uh, comprehending the light of Hashem as we will show in many ways, as we're going to get to a separate essay that's Darche Hadvekos. Okay, again, so in Sikum, he says, so to merit these feelings, okay, we have to first, number one, Consider how important this avoda is and to want it and to feel it and to feel it, you know, through and through. And you want it that in every mitzvah, besides the action, you want your heart and mind to connect to it. Number two is to search out ways to connect with Hashem himself, whether it be love, fear, dvekus, yearning, to chase after that connection with the Shekhinah to feel clearly the reality of Hashem. And number three, to arouse the heart to the connection with Hashem through learning Torah and Dvekas, through prayers, speaking with Hashem, and lots of holy thoughts. So now in Zion, the last section, he gets a little more detailed. It's a nun base. P.S. He says, now I want to share with you a very important idea, and this is a primary condition to achieve this light of Shabbos in a true way. And he says, we'll explain this a lot in forthcoming chapters, that only someone who really searches Hashem in truth and it bothers him, it's important to him, the Shekhinah, who merit the light of Shabbos. And therefore you have to chase after the Shekhinah during the week. Okay, guys, how do you chase after the Shekhinah during the week? Stay for Shabbos. But how about before Shabbos? Forget about Shabbos. So he says there's many ways to do this. The first one is get used to talking to Hashem. You're driving in this weather. You say, Hashem, please help me. I don't skid. I don't get into an accident. I know it's all up to you that I can get through this snowstorm. 
don't know how it's going to look in three hours when I got to do carpool. But you got to talk to Hashem. Okay? Because that's the way to open up any connection. There's somebody in shul that comes new to shul. You don't know who he is. You just look at him. You make him the funny look like this. You're never going to know him when you look at him like that. Go over and say, Shalom Aleichem. Who are you? Where are you from? This and that. You don't talk to somebody. You're not going to get to know them. You got to keep talking to Hashem. Share with him your frustration. Share with him your successes. You don't have to tell it to anybody else. Okay, certainly you can tell it to other people. That's not a problem. But share, you had a success today. Hashem, we had a minion today at the 8 o'clock minion. Well, Hashem, thank you. You know, this one or two guys could have just rolled over and not gotten up with the alarm, and they all came. And even though one regular didn't come, we still had 11 guys at the minion. Thank, thank you, Hashem. And the day you don't have a minion, you have to turn this Hashem. We need more help. Please give us more help. Got to keep talking to Hashem. That. That gives us a connection. And now comes the, that's the easier part. The deeper part is to be very careful with Hashem's honor. And whether it's covered in the shul, whether it's covered during davening, and you have to be very careful not to talk at all during davening from the first moment until the end of tefillah mamish. And this is footnote, Reish Gimel. Oh boy, this is where he harps on this idea a lot. And let's, he says, I'd like to, now the authors of here, remember, is not the actual words of Rabbi Jeremiah Morgenstern. They're taking his teachings. But on the footnote, Reish Gimel, so now I'm going to quote exactly the words that Rabbi Jeremiah says from the depths of his holy heart. The greatness of being careful not to speak at all during davening. He says, and this is a quote. It's all quote now. When a person enters the shul, he has to have exercise extra care that he should have moira mikdash, fear of the temple, especially during the davenings of Shachris min chamarev, where the rabbis told us not to speak at all from the beginning of davening till the end of davening, till after Olenu or whatever is the end of your davening, not to speak about anything that doesn't have to do with prayer. And you have to speak, if you have to speak, go out of the shul. And don't push the shechina out of the shul with your hands. Because the whole power of tefillah is the secret of clarification. And you can't make clarifications without being mavatl yourself, nullifying yourself, because that's part of Europe. And Arizal says, when a person enters a shul, he has to have the fear of the mikdash, the, the fear of the shechina, and certainly at the times of Kaddish and Chazar Sashats. That's why when you got to answer Amen, when Sid says the brachas, we're going to say, oh, not Amen. Amen. It's a Kaddish. Amen. It's like loud. It's it's real. You want to show as much honor as you can for Hashem. And and he continues. And how could it be that a Jew has even a little bit of Yerushalayim? How could he come to speak in the middle of Kaddish or Chazor It's a terrible sin. It's a sin that's too great to bear. 
It's like putting a blemish in the covenant of the Shechina and a blemish in the meat of Chachma. And then when he tries to learn Torah, you're going to see he won't be successful. Because how serious is he? And afterwards, a person, what, what, after you talk, you know, and you're not successful learning, then you can, God forbid, get angry or make a mockeries because you're not able to appreciate the Kedusha. But only if you connect with it, with Beetle and Yira, to safeguard the, your, the sanctity of your speech. Because the main avod of Hashem is Beetle to Hashem. And especially during davening, where you should have fear. And certainly during Chazar, Sashats, Kriya, Torah, and all the time, or Me'ikra, then you're not allowed to speak. You have to be very careful, especially in those times. And then, after scaring you, he says, but, and you should know, if, you, if you're a good boy about this, the measure of goodness is always greater than the punishment. Someone who merits to guard his mouth and to conduct with himself with Mora Mikdash, he will merit comprehension of divinity. As the Arizal says, and he will merit to make proper birurim, clarifications as necessary, to repair the tfilos with perfection, merit to eat in holiness, and what's clarified means to, to separate between the, the klipas and not. And we should strengthen ourselves a lot in Moramikdash, not just during davening, but that that Kedusha should spread out through the whole day to be careful not to say words that are not what Hashem wants and all the more so to be careful in all aspects of Kedusha to guard our mouths very much to not say words that are not holy because if you say words that are not holy you could lose the whole thing and even though Hashem has judged greatness from for generations he could lose it all Okay, because these are one of the worst sins. You have to be very careful to know in the biggest way of sanctity of the mouth. And that's why the good attribute is so good. If you're careful with this, then you will merit a brief shalom like Pinchas merited. So this is important. You want to make Hashem real? When you're in his place, how real is he? You have to be really careful. Now, that can expend to the entire day and this and that. Okay, now this doesn't have to be a sad face reality. You could be happy that you're with us. You could be happy that you're showing respect to the king. But this is an important thing. If you don't feel this during the week, if you can't feel it in it. Now, of course, this makes a few assumptions. Number one, you're coming to shul. <laughs> what if you're not coming to shul? That's really a bad thing. Okay, so, so now. For those of you that are listening, and you don't go to shul, you should know you're, it's a hopeless case. Even ladies can go to shul. Okay, I'm not talking about a little a, a mother with little children. She can't come to shul. That's a different story. But she has to make a place in her house that she has a place where she designates for prayer. But when you're in the shul, this is the time to make it real, as real as possible. And as they say, fake it till you make it. If you're absolutely careful, I say, you know, Hashem is here and I'm really overwhelmed by the Shekhinah. The more you think about it and say it, the more it becomes real. Okay. Back upstairs to the main content. He says, God forbid, 
He quotes now a Zohar. The Zohar says, someone who speaks in shul with mundane words, Oilo, woe to him. He's showing there's a separation. Woe to him. He's diminishing his amuna. Woe to him. He has no portion in the God of Israel. He acts as if there is no God and he's not around and he's not afraid of him. And he conducts himself with, you know, a disgraceful behavior about the higher spirituality of Hashem. So therefore, the more a Jew searches out the Shekhinah during the weekday and how much God's honor is important to him, but really, so he will reveal, will be revealed to him on the day of his joy, Shabbos Kodesh. So these are some of the things we got to work on. Okay. Now we go to Perak Beis, second chapter, which is called Soid HaChona, the secret of preparation. And now we come, so now we're talking about searching, was a big, big thing. Now the second point, which isn't anything in spiritual. If you want to arouse your soul and merit closer to Hashem and feel the light of Hashem and to be elevated, you need preparation. And he says, you need to know this, it's in bold. That preparation for a mitzvah, that is the most important receptacle for inner service of Hashem. One who wants to acquire these words, to understand them and to feel them and to live them, he has to prepare for them. As we know, we said many times, the Gemara says, he who prepares an Arab Shabbos will eat on Shabbos. Meaning someone who prepares properly and prepares the right receptacles for the great light, and he yearns for it, he will merit it in truth. He will merit to receive the Shabbos in a way that elevates his heart to Hashem. And that's what it is with every mitzvah, but especially with Shabbos. Because on Shabbos, the one thing that Hashem wants for us in making the Shabbos, the Pasuk says, prepare what you're going to bring. And this is a big avoda, an important avoda very, very much. As the Arizal says, quote, you should know a person has to prepare himself to receive the extra light on Shabbos from the six days of the week. And there way, that way he'll be incorporated in the Pasuk, sanctify yourselves and you will be holy. And this is a big thing for the person to sanctify himself during the weekday from the Kedushas of Shabbos. And then in section base, he says, when a person prepares for a mitzvah, He's telling Hashem, I think it's important and I want the amazing light and he who wants will receive. And in addition, the preparation causes a person that he's waiting and yearning for it. And therefore, when he comes, he's so full of desire to get close and his heart is full of yearning to receive this light that Hashem is flowing with. Section Gimel, he says, and therefore, anyone who fears Hashem and his heart is aroused to Hashem and he wants closeness to Hashem, he should take the heart to make the efforts to prepare himself well. Moving on to page Reish, pay days. And the first thing you got to do is that they call Hachana active preparation with your body, with physical acts to prepare for Shabbos in all ways, like the Gemara and Shabbos says about the Amoroim who did physical acts with their body to prepare for Shabbos. Certain rabbis would salt the fishes, others would light the candles, others would prepare the wicks. 
etc., etc., all these different things, physical, laborious activities. So we have to physically prepare for Shabbos. So we have to get the physical body partnered in the preparation and in the yearning for the light of Shabbos. It's not enough that the soul wants it. You got to get the body, the animalistic part of the person to want the gift as well. And even though the majority of the preparation is on Friday, ready, see how a chacham like Shammai would ready from Sunday start preparing. We're always thinking about Shabbos, talking about Shabbos, getting ready for Shabbos, doing things for Shabbos. If you see something on Saturday night that's good for next Shabbos, so you can go to Sobeys, Saturday night, it's not so crowded, and you can see all the, the nice meat that's on sale, the, the ribs, the beef, stock up, and say, put in the freezer, save for Shabbos. That's something like that you could do. Another aspect of preparation in, in section Dalit is tefillah. It's not enough action. person has to prepare with an inner preparation to arouse the mind and heart to look forward and be anxious to reveal the light of Shabbos. And how you do that is by praying for that during the week. To ask Hashem in your own language from your heart that I should merit to receive the light of Shabbos properly. Because anything, because everything in the world is influenced by the power of prayer. That's the, that's the key that unlocks the gates. And that is the most important preparation of all. And you should also ask when you're davening that you should have divine assistance in all the details of Shabbos. That it should all be done the way Hashem wants it, whether it's your actions and doing the halachas. You should make sure that I, I do every halacha, not machal Shabbos, God forbid, by accident, or with tefillah and learning and smiros and all that. And with the mind and the feelings of the heart should be proper on the right level as Shabbos comes. In point A, very short point, he says we also have to mention regarding preparations as what is explained was explained at length in the first gate, how every single day from Matzi Shabbos till Erev Shabbos, you should be thinking of the right aspects of the of the nefesh, ruach, neshama that we discussed then. Because that's a fundamental thing to remember, not to lose those levels of soul and to use them and to focus in that way, which we talked in great deal before. Vav, another detail in preparation is learning Torah. He says, whether it's a Jew who sits and learns on Erev Shabbos, and he has in mind through the essential learning is that he's preparing his soul to be a receptacle that is worthy and clean to receive the light of Shabbos. And he is intending to sanctify and elevate his soul through the power of Torah, which connects a person to Hashem. That's a big preparation. So I'm learning Torah to get myself into that mood and to be the proper receptacle to connect to Hashem on one level to get to higher levels. And especially the learning during the week when you're learning concepts about Shabbos, which is a great preparation during all the days of the week, whether it's a sugya or halacha, or whether you're learning the Sefer Chok Yisrael that was established, we always talk about, and I just bought a set. It's right over there. I bought two sets, one for me, one for my son. What? It has one, but there's, diff there's different varieties. And what's the reason for this? Because the Torah is the source of the light of Hashem in the world. So therefore, if you want to receive the light of Shabbos, you have to learn Torah on air of Shabbos, and especially during the week with words of Torah that connect to Shabbos. 
that will enable the Shabbos to illuminate in a greater way. And certainly if you engage in Pneumius Torah, the inner Hasidic, Kabbalistic parts of Torah, how they describe the inner aspect of Shabbos, like we're doing now, which is a doubly good preparation, because when you understand the deeper aspects and the virtues of the light of Shabbos, it will cause you more to get excited about those lights of Shabbos. And now he describes, how do you learn this inner Torah? This Hasidic Torah. He says there's three levels. First level, you have to understand what you're learning. <laughs> Can't understand the concepts. Because some of these are, are high fool guns that go way over your head. You have to be engaged in svarim that explain what this inner aspect of the light of Shabbos is and to spend a lot, invest time to learn and understand the essence of Shabbos. What is the unique light? What are the ways to acquire it so you'll know how to get it? That's what we're trying to do with this safer. That's one aspect. Second is never to be satisfied with just learning a topic alone, but also to summarize it with clarity, according to understand. And what's the main point? You learn a lot, you forget a lot. You got to summarize. And what is the main point of what we just studied now? When that point is clear, then that can cause you to live and to work around that point. Okay. And that's why the Torah says, You will know today and then bring it into your house. Heart. Okay, you learned a lot. What, what is the summary? What's the bottom point? What's the main point I got over here? And number three, after it becomes very clear to you, and you understand exactly what you said, then physically engage in it. What do we mean? Well, the obvious one is pray for it. Pray and ask for Hashem. Okay, now that I know what it is, help me merit that I can absorb it and make efforts to try to make the feeling be something real and to think about it during the week, as we said, talk about things like that. So therefore, with the help of Hashem, through the learning, through summarizing, through praying, through actively <coughs> feeling and yearning for the light, he will be ready to receive the light of Shabbos. And then with Hashem's help, the flame will ascend by itself. He will feel how he uh, he, he is acted upon uh, and with a change, with a true Kenyan that you're able to have. Okay, we'll stop it over here, and tomorrow we will continue with more of these activities. We'll talk about sanctifying yourself, we'll talk about tshuva, and then of course the author himself gives us a sequel, a conclusion. It's always good to conclude and get clarity in these things. Okay. Thank you. Zai Gazan.